welcome back to the India podcast from the Santa Barbara Independent, giving you what's happening in Santa Barbara. I'm Molly McEnany, and I'm here with Terry Ortega, calendar editor with The Independent, to discuss her cover story on this year's old Spanish Days Fiesta in Santa Barbara. So can you give me a bit of insight into the history of the old Spanish Days Festival? Well, I mean, it's it's been going on over 100 years, and I mean, it started out, as far as I know, as sort of a PR promotion for the city of Santa Barbara. And it has turned into one of the most elaborate festivals. I believe it has the biggest equestrian parade in the country. I mean, there are a lot of things. I mean, now the tourists come, they love it. They get to experience what it's like to see live music, especially, you know, the music from Mexico and Spain and all the indigenous cultures and and the dances as well. So it's, um, as well as being entertaining, it's very educational. So you wrote quite a personal piece about your mom and you used this image of her riding horseback as a young girl during the festival. Was it sentimental writing a narrative like this? And what did you discover about your family's relationship with Santa Barbara? Well, I realized that I really don't think of my mother as a child. <laughs> she's she's always like the matriarch. So to see her as a toddler and her facial expression on this picture is so great because she's very stoic. She doesn't know what's going on. And I don't know, I sort of felt like I got to know the child in my mom which was really, it was a, a tad bit more emotional than I expected. And I'm just so proud of her. And I'm, I'm very proud to be a native Santa Barbara and, and knowing how far our roots go back, just watching her, imagining her when she was little and kind of looking like an outsider at that generation of my family. It, it was very moving. Is there anything particularly interesting that you discovered about your mom's childhood or growing up here? Well, I mean, they were my grandparents and my mom and her sister. They loved fiesta. And like I said in the piece, my grandma would have flamenco dresses made, homemade dresses made for my mom and her sister every fiesta just to go out and participate in the events not they weren't dancers so I thought that was very interesting but I just remembered a really young age going to like La Placita Delaguerra Plaza and all the events that they had they always had a fair at City College which was like Disneyland to us and going with my parents and my grandparents and my sisters Every year, it just was a consummate summer thing to do. And I felt like it was a very personal celebration for my family. We we really participated in in eating out and all the foods. And at that time too, it seemed like a really small town and we knew a lot of people. I just imagined there were more locals that participated than visitors. And now it's changed, which is is fine. But then I just remember running into everybody I knew, friends and family. So what was your favorite part of the festival growing up or your favorite memory associated with it? I would have to say Delaguerre Plaza, because looking through the eyes of a child, it seemed like it was huge. And it seemed like we were there for hours. And I mean, we 
ate everything. They had the live music. I remember the energy in that. Everybody was just so happy. And I continued that every year, just that energy of being in that marketplace and um, seeing people happy is my favorite part. It's still my favorite thing to do. So for Old Spanish Days 2021, what would you recommend for locals and visitors who look forward to attending this year? Oh, well, absolutely. The musical concerts and and the dancers in their dresses, it 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 is it's breathtaking. It's just so breathtaking. There are people who love the horses. So there's the Fiesta Stock Horse Show at, at Earl Warren. And a lot of those events are free too. I just love that the city sort of opens up and, oh, and then Guadalupe Church, their Mercado. Oh my God, their food, the pozole, the pozole. It's so yummy. So they have authentic food. They have a little stage. And that is like going to somebody's home and sitting in the backyard and just getting together. You know, they've got long tables and everybody's just mixing and mingling. And it's it's really fun. I absolutely love that event as well. It seems as though the festival has been able to maintain its intimacy with local Santa Barbara culture. How do you think they've been able to do that for almost 100 years now? I mean, I, I've, I've noticed that people are really, and especially like old Spanish days, like their theme this year is honoring the generations. And I think they, they really have a respect for tradition because I know a lot of people think, oh, you know, it's, it's commercial or, or whatever. But I, I really think that old Spanish days tries to maintain that authenticity of fiesta remembering the past and then pivoting in in this world that we live in to try to bring the best experience to the town that they can. Well, after being unable to hold an old Spanish days last year due to the pandemic, I'm so happy that Santa Barbara will be able to celebrate this year. Thanks so much for speaking with me about it, Terry. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And viva la fiesta. In recent weeks, the Old Spanish Days Festival has had to reassess the safety of certain events due to growing COVID-19 concerns. I'm here with Ryan P. Cruz, staff reporter with The Independent, who has been covering this and is here to talk about the safety precautions the Fiesta will be taking this year. Hi, Ryan. How you doing? Glad to be here. So it seems as though the festival organizers have been going back and forth on the cancellation of Old Spanish Days. What events have they since confirmed will not be held as a part of the festival? Well, you see, there's a lot of kind of new and and it's very fluid situation and even today. So in the past week, I'll I'll kind of do a quick breakdown. They closed down the Fiesta Mercado, which is the Delaguerra Mercado, where everybody goes and sells their wares and they have a lot of nonprofits selling food and and they have music and performances. So they canceled that uh, last week. And then they had an announcement today and that was that they were going to keep the the events that they they had planned as they were and they were just going to take safety precautions and that would be not enforcing but encouraging people to wear masks um, and encouraging people to socially distance. But uh, just tonight we kind of got a word and that's they're going to be canceling Fiesta Pequeña or, or not allowing public viewing for Fiesta Pequeña, so that would be the at the mission. The other events, Noches de los Rondas, that's getting fully canceled, so that's going to be kind of a big thing, and like you said, it's been a lot of back and forth with these organizers, and we'll see how it, how it ended up now. 
So you spoke with La Presidente Stephanie Petlow of the Fiesta as well as other organizers. How are they handling the decision-making process for what events are going to happen and what aren't? Yeah, I talked to her today at the mission and it, and it seems like they were really excited uh, earlier this summer when it seemed like it was going to open up a little bit and they might have a, a sort of normal fiesta. It got completely canceled last year. So they planned this year that we're going to have a couple events. We're not going to have the parade. We're still going to have the Mercado. But it, it just seems like as the summer wore on and with all these new variants and all the, the news that's come out and all the, the rises in cases that they had to adjust to it. And that was first with canceling the Mercado. And then as, as we see now, they're going to have to take more precautions because it's changing day by day. So there have been a lot of cancellations and some events are still up in the air. But what can people look forward to at the moment with the way the festival is set up right now? So people can still see Fiesta Pequena. That will be on KUIT and that'll be tomorrow or Wednesday. You can't go and watch it at the Rose Garden anymore or in front of the mission anymore, but you can watch that on, on TV. You can still go downtown and, and celebrate safe, safely distance, of course, and, and masks, whether you're vaccinated or not, the county is encouraging to wear masks. Guadalupe is still having their Mercado. As, as far as I know now, the last time I talked to Father Pedro Lopez, he said he was going to, they were planning on having that. So that's, that's another event that you can go ahead and go to. Guadalupe, they're planning on having food and they're planning on having it so you can pre-order too, which is good for people who don't want to go there and kind of wait in the long lines. Um, I'm sure you'd have to pre-order uh, earlier in the day before it's sold out, of course. But as far as we know today, and like I said, it, it's changing day by day and it's Tuesday today and by, by Friday, it, it could have, have changed. So from your perspective, how has it been trying to gather all of this changing information over the past few weeks? Oh, it, it's every day it's something different and it, it's exciting, but it's it can get a little frustrating because just like today in, in earlier in the day, you talked to uh, Dave Bolton and I talked to Stephanie Petlow and, and they made the announcement. They had a media conference saying it was, it was all on. And then uh, just a couple hours later, maybe five, six hours later, they're they now have, because they've been in direct contact with county health, um, as we have, so they, they kind of update depending on how the county health is, is advising them. So we see that it's just getting a little bit worse, and they advise them that they probably shouldn't have done that. And it, it's, it's fun to chase these stories, but it's also, it, it can get a little disheartening when you work on the story, and then a couple hours later after it's published, it's, you got you to gotta update it already, and, but it's fun. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to attending this year? Yeah, I, I actually, I think, got a couple of tickets to Los Dignitarios, which, as far as we know today, is is still scheduled to go on at the zoo. That's that's a ticketed event, so it'd be a little harder for them to refund money for people who paid or reorganize all that, but it could change day by day. So I'm excited to go to it so far and get some food also at Guadalupe. And as always, there will be updated information on socials as well as on the independent website, www.independent.com. Thank you, Ryan, so much for talking with me about this. Yeah, thank you. Once again, I'm Molly McEnany, host of The Indie. Tune in next week for another episode.